0: You are now listening to The Brunch Babe. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Brunch Babe. Super excited to get into this week's conversation. I just want to say, (laughs) you guys know, that last week one of my friends from college, love her, and she knows my love and obsession for Drake, invited me day of, last minute, VIP tickets to his concert. Obviously, I went. (laughs) It was hands down not even an option not to go. That being said, I lost my voice screaming the entire time. I was screaming at every song he did, every single lyric I knew, and the lyrics that I didn't know I was like, yes, champagne, poppy, get it. Yes, sing to me. Yes, please rap better. Do it, do it. And so needless to say, I lost my voice. And so I waited till the very last minute to record this podcast because I was like, I don't want to sound crazy. This is going to get recorded. It's going to be out there in the universe. And so absolutely last minute to record it and hopefully I don't do that again. I think my voice will be a lot better and on track for the next one. And so that's where I'm at. If I sound ridiculous right now, if I sound a little hoarse, it's it's Drake's fault. It's mostly Drake's fault. So anyways, coming back to everything, just want to say thank you again for listening and to keep things going on the theme that they are. So as I mentioned in episode one, my theme for this season, and we're being flexible obviously, is the motto. And so the four that I broke down was love, live life, proceed, progress. So this week is the love episode and that's going to also mean the dating episode. And so I say that because I personally have not been in relationships. That being said, I think your interactions with people, the people you date, your friends, whatever, count as relationships, right? You have to like put time and energy into them. Has anyone officially been like a boyfriend? No. But sometimes, you know, I'll find myself in conversation referring to someone as an ex because sometimes it's just easier to do that. So I'll be talking about love this episode. And I think a big big part of that will be love languages, like I mentioned last week, but also just dating in general, because, you know, I think we're at that time of year, right? We're getting into it. It's the end of August, beginning. Oh, no, it's the beginning of September. Yeah, I really waited (laughs) to record this. Um, And because of that, people are starting to think more like, it's the winter, I want to settle down, it's the fall, I want to go on cute dates. I just want to be with, you know, those few people until I find the one to cuddle up with all winter. It is cuffing season. And I saw this whole meme that went out and like elaborated what you should be doing every single month. And it was the funniest thing to me. Like right now, I think we're in like the recruiting stages, according to that meme. You should be out there dating, getting to know new people, figuring out what you like and don't like so that you can narrow that down later. So talking about dating a little bit, um, and all of that beautiful, fun stuff, um, and I also think it was interesting this past week, just because, you know, I had conversations with friends about their own goals for love, like, what does that look like in the next few months or a few years, um, you know, I have some friends who are like, yeah, I just want to hook my buddy up, you know, like, it's time to get them somebody, Um, and so it's just, and also for me personally, it's like my time of the year to date. Like I was looking back on like reflecting, what do I, when do I usually date people? Like what kind of dates do I like to go on and things like that? And I realized that I've met like a good amount of the guys who have occupied space in my life around this like August, September time. I guess that's when... You know, they're out here being the most receptive. So, <laughs> we're just gonna go on that. And so, this week's episode will be all about love, all about figuring that out. But obviously, we are going to brunch first. So, let me tell you a little bit about where we're gonna eat today. Today, we will be brunching at Lido's. Lito's is a super cute Italian restaurant in Harlem. It's located near the 116th Street, is that the B, the C, whichever is around that area. Um, But I love Lido's because I think it's perfect for absolutely everything. But first of all, let's talk about the drinks because if we're having brunch, the first thing we need to do is order our drinks because two hours, unlimited mimosas, perfect. That's what I order every single time. makes the most sense. We're having light like, conversations, deep conversations, but here we are enjoying our mimosas and hoping to get a little bit buzzy in the process. And they're pretty good about coming back and, you know, filling up your glass. I will say it depends on which waiter you have, who's the most attentive. Like the last time I was there, which I want to say was like 2 weeks ago or so, I our waiter was just like on it in our section, like watching every single person. I was watching the way he was watching not only us, but the tables next to us and just like refilling. So if you're not into mimosas, they do have other things. They have Bloody Marys. Um, I think you can do like other champagne mixers, tea, coffee, to be honest, again, I would not know this because literally all my friends pretty much do the unlimited mimosas. Um, but their tea and coffee seem great. You know, if I, I, that's a lot. I should take that back. I have had friends who've ordered coffee because they were like, I need a little pick me up before we get into this brunch. I've also had one of their cocktails, the grapefruit margarita. I am a margarita girl. So any chance to drink a margarita is, I'm usually not going to deny it. And so thinking about all the places or times in life that Lido's is perfect for, one of them was graduation. And so When I went for graduation, you know, I I had the chance to, like, venture outside of my usual brunch digs. So normally I'm a super huge breakfast person. But that day I ordered the gnocchi, which was amazing. Makes sense. Italian place. But probably one of the best gnocchis I've ever had. So if you're not a super-duper breakfast person, they do make it available for brunch. I would definitely try it. And I had the grapefruit margarita with that. Amazing. And so I'm thinking as I speak out loud, I need to go to Lido's for meals outside of brunch so I can start experiencing more things. Um, It's also perfect for out-of-town guests. Um, A few years ago, one of my friends visited from California, and we had this cute little, like, Tusk get-together, and it was just so fun. It's definitely a place for, like, groups. Um, I went there also after church one day and I met up with another one of my friends who's graduating from Columbia's, um, MPH program. And I had a chance to meet a lot of her cohort and classmates. And we just had this beautiful, like black girls brunching, talking about the next year and what it was going to look like. This is like 2017. So we were talking about this year. Um, and it was just really cute and amazing to meet those people. And then, because it was a group, and we most of us had ordered the unlimited mimosas, they just left the pictures on the table. So that made it a lot easier to deal with, as far as sharing that out. Um, we also, I've also just gone there to catch up with people, right? Like this summer, I was away in Boston working for a summer program, and. That was my entire month of July, and so I just felt that I missed people, you know, watching things happen on Twitter and Instagram, and obviously just, like, texting and calling people when I could, but I was like, I just need to catch up, and that was, like, one of the first places that I went to with one of my friends. It was just us, um, and we sat, so I would say the different seatings at Lido, there's the bar. I've never sat at the bar. Um, there's some places where I think the bar is perfect for sitting, and I'll talk about that. On another brunch episode because I already have a place in mind for that but there's the bar you can definitely sit there people sit there and they do meals they have these high stool seatings that they do near the windows which I think is really cute I think that's one of my favorite spots because you're kind of like a little bit above the table and it feels a little bit it makes it feel a little more secluded especially if you're doing more of a one-on-one kind of thing There's outdoor seating, perfect in the summertime, should definitely enjoy that, and it's a cute area and block in Harlem, so that's always fun. Um, And then, obviously, there's inside seating, and so there's like booths, and there's tables. Um, And so I've sat at like booths, I've sat at the tables, I'm pretty sure I've sat outside in the stools, I just haven't sat at the bar, but you have options, and that's what's really cute about Lido's, depending on, obviously, your party size, depending on why you're going there like what's the occasion um you can kind of sit anywhere and get a different vibe and I really like that and then the spa is just really nice service has always been good They're try to be as accommodating as possible within reason it is one of those places that I think you should like make a reservation before you go I've Don't think I've ever just popped up there now that I think about it. I think I've tried to, and it just was a no-go. So pretty much the night before, if it's a last-minute thing, we'll think about it. And it's usually pretty solid to, like, book. But always make a reservation. It's just easier that way. Um, And so, yeah, like I said, Lido's is the perfect spot for everything. I wanted to choose it because, again, I've gone on a date here, and I think thinking about that um, and thinking about this episode's theme, it was really only (laughs) the most appropriate choice. And so let me tell you about that experience. So it was fun because I had met this guy on a dating app, and we can get into those later. And we'd already hung out. We'd already, I think, this was, might've been our second date. And our first date was really cute. We like did like a paint night and then we went dancing and stuff. And I was just like, you know what? I like this kid, he's nice. And I was just like, we should go to brunch. He had never been to brunch before. So I suggested Lido's and Lido's actually popped up because we had walked from the train, yes we'd walk from the train and we were walking to i think the shrine to go dancing that night and we shouldn't have gotten off as early as we did but i think we were trying to check some other spot out and we passed it and i was just like pointing out all the spots that i really like and stuff like that and so Lito's popped up he said he had never been there or to brunch and so i was like obviously done deal we're going beautiful day last year end of august early september i think it was early september at this point Um, you know, right around now, actually. (laughs) And we go there, I made a reservation and everything else. And so we ordered, we both ordered omelets and it was kind of funny. So we ordered omelets and they came down and they put them in front of the wrong person. We didn't realize that off the bat because, you know, it just looks like an omelet at first. And so I I don't think I can like say this without first (laughs) explaining a little bit about me. I'm, not a huge fan of people chewing gum loudly you know like it just kind of irks me the sound that it makes or the look of it just like just rolling around in your mouth I don't know why I don't know why it's the weirdest thing but so he was chewing gum but the thing is just like so like stealth like I didn't even really realize it until like towards the end when he was about to spit it out. And so the food came, and he, like, puts it on the side of his plate. And I'm, like, looking at this omelet, and I'm about to dig in, and I'm like, this is not my food. (laughs) Like, this is just not what I ordered. And so I was just like, before you take a bite, I think that you have my omelet and I have yours. And so then he looks at me, and then he, like, looks at the gum on his plate, and he looks at me again. And I was like, it's fine. Just, like, take it up (laughs) off the plate. And so it's kind of gross, but... It was also just kind of fine because I think I was just like, you know what, I'm not going to be, you know, obsessive about this. It's just like he took it off the plate, wiped the area a little bit and then we just switched food. But the food was great and the conversation was easy and I realized that I should probably have more dates take me to brunch and take me to Lido's so I can enjoy their food more often and then we just spent the entire day together right like we ended up like walking in Central Park so it's not far from Central Park right at One Ten. so we ended up going for a cute little walk through there and then we popped back into Harlem um and we ended up going for drinks around four o'clock because happy hour um and it was just like a really cute day but I say all of this to say that like Lido's again perfect for Everything you can think of, um, dates, graduation, friends, just a perfect spot. And so I want to talk more about, you know, the entrees and what they offer. So let's get into the next section and start thinking about some of that. And also like the highlight, like what are we, what are we talking about over brunch? Obviously, we're out here drinking mimosas. So what are we eating? Okay, so before we get into the conversation, I think we should think about what entrees we're trying to have right like what are we trying to eat so Lido's again like I said Italian um, and you can get your standard pasta dishes there you can get gnocchi I think they do like a spaghetti they do paninis and all of that other great stuff you can get a salad that being said I'm a breakfast girl you know I love the standard offerings and they do do that so you can get like salmon benedicts you can get Um, they have like this egg panini sandwich, which was amazing. They have, I've also had the Benedict, also amazing. They also have like, you know, French toast, all of it, really good stuff. I've had the French toast actually as like dessert. Um, but for me, the highlights of their menu would have to be, let's think about it. Their braised, like short rib hash, delicious. I think it was one of those first meals that I had when I was done my vegetarianism, pescatarian life. And I went out and I was like, what meat can I eat? And I was like, ready. And I had it and it was just like melt in your mouth like butter. So good. So delicious. I actually haven't had it in a while. Probably should order it again. But definitely top choice. I would say if you're... New Toledo, and you're like, what is a great breakfasty offering? I would go with their short rib hash um, dish, just delicious, amazing overall. They also do omelets, so they have like a vegetarian omelet, they also do um, like a spicy pork sausage omelet. I'm a huge fan of the sausage omelet, um, I think the cheese is perfect, it's a great portion size, everything. Um, so, definitely, omelets are a good choice, safe choice. My absolute favorite, my absolute highlight, highlight, I've ordered this several times over and over again is their white polenta. They do this polenta with like a mushroom ragu um, and they do it with the polenta and then there's also like a poached egg. And so I just love like a good poached egg. You know, when you break into it and then the yolk runs out uh, and you're just scooping that up with your polenta and the mushrooms and it's like amazing. And now I have to go to Lido's and eat immediately so that's my highlight. Please go to Lito's. Please eat anything you want to, obviously. But if you have their um, white polenta mushroom with a poached egg, if you have their braised short rib hash or whatever, like those are my two highlights out of everything. And if you have those, please tell me what you think. Tell me your thoughts. Am I crazy? Is there something better? Um, but yeah, so... I'm saying that today, just based on like how conversations going, we're thinking about loving all of that beautiful stuff, I would probably dig into, you know, the white planta because it's my favorite. Um, I was almost going to say the omelet, but it's fine. So obviously check it out, pick something to eat. But let's get into the entree, the main thing of discussion today. What are we, what are we discussing at Lito's? we're talking about love so i think it'd be like a problem if i didn't start off by just going over like the whole idea of love languages again um thinking about i don't think need to explain them like there's the main five that people always talk about obviously quality time gifts words of affirmation physical touch and acts of service but i think maybe because this entire week i knew that i wanted this to be the love episode Um, obviously because that's the order of the motto. I just kind of think I'm doing them in order. And I just kept thinking about how am I going to talk about love this week? Do I want to talk about dating? Do I want to talk about my own personal experiences? Do I want to talk about my family, my friends? And I just kept having these conversations about love languages all week. And I wasn't sure like in reflection and in hindsight, I'm like, did I always gear the conversation towards that? Did other people bring it up? I want to say it was a mix of both. Um, And so I would say one, I learned a lot more about some of my friends this week and the way that we interact and have those conversations. Um, But I think my two highlights for the conversations would have to be first, thinking about me now, right? We're thinking quality time, this is my thing. So last weekend when I went to see Drake, um, Afropunk was also that weekend. And, you know, there are people in town for that, but one of my friends like hit up a group of us and he was just like, hey, don't know if you guys are around, would love to see you. Obviously for like other reasons, some people were busy. He was obviously, he was gonna be at Afropunk all day, like drinking and stuff. So I was just like, I don't even understand how you're trying to make plans. My family was in town earlier in the day. Don't hate me. Don't think I'm a terrible person, but I definitely told them to go back home so I could go see Drake after we hung out. But it was nice. You know, they drove from Connecticut to see me, and I went to the smorgasbord, and we, like, enjoyed that in Brooklyn. And, oh, my God, so much good food at the smorgasbord. Let me just say that that should be, like, its own type of, like, lunch idea breakdown. Um, But, yeah, I had all this great time to spend, like, with my brother and my mom and, like, try out all this amazing food. And so it was just a really great day. And then to top it off, my friend hit me up about going to Drake. And so went to Drake, loved it, amazing. He almost made me cry, you know, the whole bit. And then here my friend was, he went to Afropunk. And so after the concert, I was just like, you know what, let me hit him up because I have not seen this kid in forever. I just want to catch up. Let's see what happens. And, you know, he was coming from Brooklyn, um... And it was rough because it was like you know he'd been drinking all day like he'd been awake the night before and stuff like that but he still somehow like managed to rally and we ended up going to this place in harlem 67 orange also going to put that as like an official like highlight if you're in harlem if you like cocktails 67 orange is definitely one of my top spots they have amazing drinks i'm a tequila drinker so Honestly, anything from that side of the menu, I think is amazing. But my friends have also had like really great whiskey drinks there. Um, And I think rum cocktails, things like that. So check it out. So we go to 67 Orange because I think the drinks are amazing. And we just end up talking for like three hours. So you know, like this idea of filling a person's, I think I said cup last week. It's like Filling their bucket, I think is supposed to be the idea of filling someone's bucket, Um, and that was just like it for me, right? Just being able to catch up after all this time and hear about like how life was going, um, talk about the concerts and all of that stuff, and during the conversation we talked about first like the perceptions, I think, of friendships and, like, how people see them and kind of almost how love languages play a part in that. And so for him, he was saying how he always considered us pretty close because when we went to school together, we would hang out in groups. We went to the same parties. Like, if we were chilling in someone's suite, like, I'd be there, he'd be there. Um, We talked, like, even when we graduated, like, I stayed a summer, like, in Tufts, my... Actually, I don't think that was graduation. I think that was just like a summer I spent. But you know, we like had went for lunch and like we had spent time together. And so for him, he just considered us close. And I was like, you're someone I think of as a friend, obviously yes, but I wouldn't consider us close because for me, a lot of that is based on that quality time I get to spend with people. That being said, I'm also aware of distances, right? We cross state boundaries, Boundaries. We borough boundaries in New York City which can be hard um to have these friendships and so how do other love languages play a part in that and for me like I've loved receiving like cards like I've had friends send me like birthday cards and that to me feels amazing like that words of affirmation someone taking the time to like sit down and write stuff I've had friends go on vacation they were like wow I thought a few when I saw these earrings and they sent them to me and that And, like, even me, like, I've done that, too. I've been somewhere on a trip, and I was just like, this purse is perfect for them. Done deal. Getting it. And so how do you, like, maintain friendships? And sometimes thinking about, like, even for me, I love conversations. So I have one friend who, you know, she is a huge sexter. um, But when it comes to us and our friendship, like, we call each other. And, you know, when she calls me, I know that there's a problem. I know that something's up. But that for me is how I spend my quality time with people who aren't close to me, is like talking with them on the phone, um, and then even having like other ideas like of these words of affirmation or gifts like play a part in how we like keep lines of communication open. So it was very interesting to me, I think in my conversations with him, thinking about how love languages can like alter your perception of a relationship because you're thinking about your needs and your wants and your desires and how is, uh, how are other people, you know, meeting those needs and meeting those desires. And I don't think we all then communicate, especially up front. You know, we're always getting to know new people. We're always networking, um, meeting new friends, going on dates with new people and things like that. And you don't really... I don't think we're always explicit about this is how I need love communicated. And I think that happens more often with friends than it comes to romantic partners. Because hopefully if you're like in a relationship with someone, like you're learning about them, they're learning about you and you are communicating those things. But I think sometimes in friendships, like, you know, you get to know this person, especially friends that you've had for years, um, And you don't have those kinds of conversations as often. And so it was really funny because I went to the beach and I enjoyed my time. But I was with one of my friends who I've known this kid since we're nine years old. And, you know, we talked about our ideas of love, land, and stuff. And he talked about his being acts of service, which makes complete sense for this. For this kid because he does all this volunteer work like that's something that brings him so much joy when it comes to like interacting with people um but then we talked about like the stuff that aren't as important to us and like acts of service is not as important to me right like doing things for people versus or having them do things for me doesn't rank as high as spending that quality time with someone for me even though I mean that can happen but it doesn't rank as high if we're thinking of them like in silos or whatever um but then we talked about uh like physical touch ranks low and mostly this was a laugh because he gives the most awkward hugs like the most awkward hugs and i remember so we went to the beach and we're all going home and like i said i've known him for years and we're also with one of my other friends and she was just like I don't know if I did something wrong. Like, I just went to hug him goodbye and it was the weirdest thing. I feel like he leaned his shoulder in. like, And I was like, no, like, he just gives awkward hugs. Like, that's just how he is. Um, and so that was really funny for me because him and I had just had that conversation where he was very explicit, like, physical touch is not his way. And so giving hugs to people, like is very awkward thing for him to do, especially with people who like he, do, he doesn't know that well. And she's my friend from grad school, so he's only met her like two or three times. So that was super interesting and funny. And I think I've just been like thinking about interactions um, and how do they play a part that way. On the love side of things, I actually had a conversation with um, this past week too. Look at me doing research for you guys. Um, with this guy that I dated last year, same guy I went to brunch with, and we talked about it, like, you know, like, what he considered his love language to be, and what I consider mine to be, and I told him, like, I, like, quality time for me, like, just being able to, like, spend time is amazing, and so when we were dating, like, you know, we did paint nights, and we went. To brunch and we like did walks in the park and we did these things that I think for me was just like filling the bucket because I love quality time but for him he was just like you know what like I don't know if that's like what I need for him that was just dating which makes sense right you have to spend time with people in order to date them in order to get to know them but he saw himself more as acts of service and physical touch like he gives one of the best hugs ever love it. Love being wrapped in his arms. So I got it. I was like, that makes sense to me. Um, he's also talking about acts of service. He does, you know, a lot of this like graphic design work and, you know, being able to like help friends think about their branding um, and things like that really brings him joy. And so those are things that were really interesting to me as far as thinking about when you're attracted to people, how do you help serve their needs because I would say that physical touch is not ranked as high for me like I love giving people hugs I love holding hands and all those things that being said I would never initiate those things Um, and I shouldn't say never but there's like a strong possibility that I'm not gonna initiate those things just because it's not high up on the list for me I don't need to do that or like be a part of that for me to show you that I care Um, but that being said, like how do you meet someone's needs where that's ranked really high for them. Um, I also had a conversation, which we talked about love languages as far as like ranking them, but also being more on a spectrum, right? Like maybe quality time takes up like 50% of your bucket. And then like, you know, words of affirmation takes up like 40%, like it depends and it depends on who you're interacting with, your friends or your family or your partner And it's going to depend on which one I think plays a stronger part depending on your relationships and depending on how you meet each other's needs. So those conversations, I think, around that were really fun. But I think, you know, as I continue to get into this entree, as I continue to think about our meals and our conversation here, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about dating in general. And so because I'm... I feel like I'm becoming better at it. You know, I think you get a lot more confident going out and meeting people. But also, I've just been on, like, every single dating app that I can think of. And so, this is probably a plug. If you guys see an app and you're like, wow, Lori should try this out and meet some new people, let me know. But, done Bumble. Uh, Bumble is stressful because obviously it forces you to, like, message people first. And... That opening line is so weird, you know, because people stay on these apps like, don't be boring. I don't want anyone who's boring. And I'm like, okay, bruh, but I don't know you and you don't know me. So why don't you make efforts into like asking questions? And let's not ask just the generic like, what are you up to and what are you looking for? And uh, like, you know, ask me stuff like, where's your favorite vacation been? And like, let's have conversations about traveling and stuff or tell me about A childhood memory when you went to an amusement park, which was your favorite one. Which one do you want to go to now? I don't know. So, uh, dating apps are so annoying, but like I said, tried them all. Okay, Cupid, Tinder, Hinge, The League, Coffee Meets Bagel, Plenty of Fish. If there are other ones, you know, let your girl know it's that time of the year, right? It is time to like start recruiting. And so I guess I don't really have much to say about that except... For me, I think more people should date as far as getting to know what they like and getting to know people. Um, I had that conversation with this guy. He talked about like being in relationships taught him a lot about what he liked and didn't like and how he needs to interact with people. And I talked a lot about how I haven't been in a relationship but I've dated different people and that's also taught me a lot. And so like you can learn so much about yourself and what you like. And so I guess this week's episode was really just thinking about like love in all of its forms and how can we fill each other's buckets? Um and then just having like these open and honest conversations. It was kind of weird, I will say, but also really refreshing to think about, wow, I really dated this person and now we're having like mature conversations about, like, what we probably needed at the time, and that kind of made me happy, because I was just like, I'm getting better, I was younger, I was sometimes, like, a petty person when it came to dating, like, okay, you're not meeting this need, let me block you on this app just to, like, annoy you for no reason, right, and now I'm not doing that, (laughs) so I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Give me your feedback. Let me know what you think. What are your love languages? What excites you? What fills your buckets when it comes to friendships, when it comes to partners? Which dating apps have you been on? What are your favorite places to go date? Date and brunch, I would say. Like, do you have a spot that you're like, no, this is actually the place that you should be when you're going out on brunch dates with someone? Let me know. Help your girl out, but also just like, Like I said, I want this to be a podcast where we are in conversation with each other. So in honor of this past week, all the conversations around love, in honor of losing my voice at Drake, I think we should get into his song. I think this song really more highlights, you know, hookup culture a little bit. (laughs) Like, I'm going to play After Dark. And, you know, I hope one of the song, I'm coming to see you after dark, bruh. You know what it is. So I'm going to play that and then, yeah, let's do it.
1: Your door, I don't gotta work anymore. You can't put your phone down. You're gonna need two hands. You can't get enough, girl. You know I set it up the afterthought, like, like left eye, I'm creeping. So many words, cause I haven't heard from you all weekend. Your silence is driving me of the wall. Of the wall. I cannot tell if you're ducking cause I'm missing cause. Cause you've been so patient. I drink on a job and smoke on a job, so I don't know how serious you take it. Can't offer much more. You've heard it before. That narrative for me isn't changing. I want to make you a priority. I want to let you know there's more to me. I want to have your faith restored in me. I'll be on my way. In a whip solo. No one's gotta know No one's gotta talk yeah. Knocking yeah. at your door I don't gotta work anymore I don't gotta work anymore no yeah. You can't Put your Ooh, phone yeah. out, You're gonna need two hands yeah. You can't get enough now, now you know, know I set it up the Ain't not me and you Got you wet like the pool that I'm tryna dive in Put some time in, yeah Get the vibe right Get your mind right It's gonna be a long night Oh yeah. yeah Put your feet in this water Don't wanna get your hair wet Hooked we up a couple times We ain't took it there yet You broke up with your man And ain't been with nobody else You like, fuck these niggas Better keep it to yourself he did you wrong, he left you down back Now you can't trust nobody, you said do anything But just don't lie to me, I said I'd ride for you girl I said you'd ride for me, oh, oh, oh. up to the shot and we got ghosts And when it's at the dark, can you go. I know it's so low, no one's gotta know No one's gotta know. Knocking at your door I don't gotta work anymore I
0: song is absolutely my jam I what so Drake only played like a snippet of it at his concert so I was actually slightly irritated by that because I think I wanted to hear the whole thing but it's fine it's fine I still screamed my patootie off the entire time that he did it, which was 30 seconds. Um, But I hope you guys enjoyed that song too. And if you don't, just play yourself another Drake track so that you can be in the mood. He has plenty of love songs. He has plenty of songs of like coming to visit people, like it's fine. Um, So I would, as we come to an end, I'm thinking about dessert. And I say that because I'm not a huge, huge dessert person. I love looking at dessert menus and seeing what a restaurant offers, I just think it's really important to see like how do they want me to end my meal. But I think it's really important for Litos because I've had brunch not sorry, not brunch, I've had dessert here several times. And I think what's fun about their dessert menu is that it's seasonal, so they're always having different flavors of like ice cream or like just like the different like um, offerings so my favorite thing to get is bread pudding, and they've done I think I've had like two or three different versions of their bread pudding because it's seasonal, which kind of stresses me out because sometimes I'm like, Yeah, I'm gonna get this, and then I'm like, No, the flavor's all wrong, but then it's like delicious, and I'm like, Oh my god, yes! So, <laughs> dessert at Lido's definitely try it. I've also had different toast I think I mentioned earlier as dessert so that's great um they do like gelatos and you can do like one scoop or two scoops and stuff and I think I've had I think they did like a rose one I've also had like salted caramel so like try out their dessert super cute and so I just want to say since we're coming to an end thank you once again for just listening interacting with me I'm excited for next week next week we're on to the second part of the motto living life um, and I also just kind of want to make this dessert section kind of like this shout out section. Um, you know, I know the week one was kind of tricky because at first it was only available on anchor and a few people had issues with listening or re- well, mostly like rewinding and fast forwarding if they needed to pause. Um, but you know, a few of my friends did download the app and one of my friends, Jackie, use it to interact with me and leave me a message. Um, and so I just really kind of like appreciated that. And so I'm just gonna play it, you know, it's a shout out section. Um, So if any of you download the app, send me the messages using it, or if you don't, you know, just send me a little voice note if you actually know who I am, or you can send it to la the brunch, babe at gmail.com. Because I'd love to include it. Um, and like I said, in the future, because I want this to be more interactive, we will have guests and do things like that. So if you've been to Agave, if you've been Toledo, if you've had any of the things that I've suggested this week, let me know if something that I said during this week's podcast really resonated with you. You know, let me know. I want to hear about it. And I can't wait to brunch with you guys next week. Bye. Wow, this was such an informative podcast, and I definitely need to check out Agave now that I know about the brunch specials.